Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Maria, and today, Jonah Matthews is getting some dental surgery at the New Garden Children's Hospital. So grab your Bibles and turn with us to 1 Chronicles 22, 10-11. Wake up, Jonah. We're here at the hospital. I can't wait for the doctors to fix your teeth, honey. What's a cavity? Well, a cavity is a little hole in your tooth caused by decay. What made the holes in my teeth? Good question, Jonah. It's actually bacteria that causes the holes in your teeth, honey. But listen, the doctors are going to fill up the holes with cement-like material and put crowns or caps over your teeth. And that'll protect your teeth from getting more cavities. But listen, here's your coat, and uh, we don't want to be late, okay? Hi, Jonah. I'm Dr. Amnon. I'm your anesthesiologist. Did you say you're archaeologist? That's a big word for such a little boy as you are, Jonah. How old are you? I'm four. How old are you? I'm 40. Actually, I am an archaeologist indeed. I am both an archaeologist and an anesthesiologist. Dr. Amnon, here are Jonah's parents, Mark and Aline Matthews. Hello, Mrs. Matthews, Mr. Matthews. It's so nice to meet you both. I'm Jonah's anesthesiologist, and I'm going to explain to you the procedure. Uh, How long is the procedure? It should take about an hour and a half. Of course, as you know, there are some risks. He's an archaeologist. Really? So, where have you dug before? I dug up Solomon's Gate of Hazor. Wow, that's, that's really amazing. So, where did you study? At the Hebrew University of Jerusalem. I did too. We have a lot in common then, Jonah. You are four and I am 40. We both like to dig. Would you like to play with those colorful blocks over there? Okay, now let me tell you about the procedure. First, I'm going to put some plastic tubes into Jonah's nose so he can breathe. Then we are going to give him some medicine to make him fall asleep. When he wakes up, I guarantee you he won't remember a thing. Honey, those two children over there have been fighting for an hour now. Doctor still hasn't come out. That was pretty interesting, what he said about digging for Solomon's Gate of Hazor. Yes, that was very interesting. We, it would be interesting to study more about Solomon. In fact, the Bible records that he had 700 wives and 300 concubines. And I know he's a picture of Christ. I heard on Open Forum that Solomon is also a portrait of the church age. Hmm, I must have missed that program. Mr. Camping was talking about First Chronicles 22. Here, honey, I, let, let me look that up. Here, I have my Bible. Uh, what, what verse did you say? K 
Can you go to First Chronicles twenty two ten? In First Chronicles, uh, let's see here, twenty two, verse ten. Uh, let let me read that. Here it is. He shall build an house for my name, and he shall be my son, and I will be his father, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. meet with the anesthesiologist, but Jonah is doing really well. Here's Lindy. I'll put it on speakerphone so she can hear too. Hi, Mark. So Jonah's okay. That's great. Yes, they <laughs> they did have to put four crowns or caps on his teeth, and uh, he's but he's acting very normal. In fact, the first thing he did was uh, when he woke up, he pulled the plastic tubes out of his nose, and he said, I don't want that bubblegum thing in my nose. That's wonderful news. I was thinking of getting him a toy. He shouldn't eat much. He might have some nausea. Yes, uh, thank you, Lindy. That That is what the doctor said as well. Uh, he just uh, is only able to eat soft things like ice cream or yogurt or applesauce, things like that. What a life. Honey, Mark was telling me that he and Aline were talking about how Solomon is a picture of the church age. Maybe you can talk about that at the Bible study tonight, honey. That's a great idea. I'd better study it some more, though. That is really interesting. Maybe we could have the children study a chapter about King Solomon also. And um, they can find some questions to ask you about the passage. The reference Mark gave was, um, let's see, it was First Chronicles chapter 22, Verses 10 and 11. What's your question about First Chronicles 22, 10 and 11, Jacob? What is God telling David, Grandpa? Well, that's a good question, Jacob. God is telling David, and David in turn says to Solomon, You, Solomon, shall build a house for my name. Why don't you read that for all the boys and girls listening at home, Jacob? Okay. First Chronicles 22, verse 10 through 11. He shall build an house for my name, and he shall be my son, and I will be his father, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, Jehovah, be with thee, and prosper thou, and build the house of Jehovah thy God, as he had said of thee. I see your hand raised, Nehemiah. What's your question? Wasn't Solomon David's son? Yes, Nehemiah, he was a son of David. And David is a picture of Christ, who is the ruler of the kingdom of God. Was Solomon real? Oh, yes, Esther. The Bible talks a lot about Solomon. Jonah's anesthesiologist is also an archaeologist who dug up Solomon's gate at Hazor. But more importantly... The Bible says in John 17, 17b, Thy word is truth. And so we know Solomon actually lived. Where was Solomon king? In Sugenta? Well, Jonah, Solomon ruled along with his father David starting in 970 B.C., a little less than 3,000 years ago. Is the Bible that old, Grandpa? The Bible is a very old book, Sarah. It comes from the mouth of God, 
and was written down by dictation about 3,400 years ago. So Solomon really lived, right, Grandpa? Yes, Sarah. We start with the very important idea that the Bible is written in parables. So we can understand Solomon as a historical parable because he actually lived. So what is Solomon a picture of spiritually, Mr. Gunther? Nehemiah, Solomon is also a portrait of the church age. And that lasted, you know, from 33 A.D. to 1988, a total of 1,955 years. How long was Solomon king? And where was his kingdom, Mr. Gunther? Those are excellent questions, Esther. Solomon was king in Jerusalem for 40 years, and he ruled for four years with his daddy, David. I'm four, and Dr. Armin is 40. Great. That ties into our lesson, Jonah, because Solomon and David ruled over Jerusalem together for four years. We know that happened from 970 B.C., before Christ, to 967 B.C., when David died, and then he began to reign alone for another 36 years. So how long was Solomon king over Jerusalem, Mr. Gunther? For 40 years, Esther. The number 40 also ties in with our lesson because the number 40 is used often in the Bible as a picture of the church age and as a test. It does say that Solomon loved many women. He had 700 wives and 300 concubines. That's right, Aline. When Solomon was old, his wives pulled away his heart from the wisdom that God had given to him. Solomon was so wise that God dictated to him the books of Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, and the Song of Solomon in the Bible. Did God love Solomon, Grandpa? You know, I'm not so sure that he did, but I really don't know the answer, Sarah, and I have to do more studying on it. We do know that Solomon was Bathsheba's baby. Bathsheba's first baby died because of David's and Bathsheba's sin, even though that baby was saved. But then God gave David and Bathsheba another baby, which was Solomon. How did his wives pull Solomon's heart away? Is that idea found in Scripture? Yes, Jacob. Solomon's wives encouraged him to worship other gods. That is just like in the church age. People that looked like true believers but weren't came in and took the heart of the church away from the true gospel of Jesus Christ and from the Bible and the rules for studying the Bible. For example, can you read 1 Kings 11, 6 through 9? All right, 1 Kings 11, 6 through 9. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and went not fully after the Lord, as did David his father. Then did Solomon build an high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, in the hill that is before Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon. And likewise did he for all his strange wives, which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their gods. And the Lord was angry with Solomon, because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice. I found a verse in the New Testament that I think ties in. Great, honey. Could you read it for us, please? It's also in Acts 7, a little further in verses 42 
through uh, 47. Then God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets. O ye house of Israel, have ye offered to me slain beasts and sacrifices by the space of forty years in the wilderness? Yea, ye took up the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of your god Rephim, figures which ye made to worship them, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness, as he had appointed, speaking unto Moses, that he should make it according to the fashion that he had seen, which also our fathers that came after brought in with Jesus into the possession of the Gentiles, whom God drave out before the face of our fathers unto the days of David, who found favor before God and desired to find a tabernacle for the God of Jacob. But Solomon built him a house. That does tie in nicely. The Israelites were a portrait of the church age as they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Frequently, the number 40 is often used to relate to the church age, as we see from Solomon's 40-year reign. Sorry to interrupt you, honey, but dinner is ready. Looking ahead to dessert, I've made some healthy, hot cherry cobbler. And there's lots of ice cream, and it's nice and soft for Jonah's hurting teeth. Well, boys and girls, it looks like we've come to the end of another program. We hope you enjoyed it! For a free audio CD of today's program, write to Treasures from the Bible and Care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. Today's program is titled, A Visit to the Dentist. Be sure and tune in next week when we learn something new from the Bible. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Bye-bye!